0: Well, welcome back to the winner of this podcast. My name is Nate Robinson, and I'm here with Pastor Joseph Tillman, MDiv, soon-to-be Demon. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. I'm cool. actually doing really well. Good.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're making it through the New Year's, and we're, you know, a week or so beyond that now, and so yeah, man. Still going. So we're still we're still going. We're still here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't gotten too bad yet. No. 2024. No, no I haven't come completely
1: down the crapper yet. Mm-mm. Not yet. Not yet. Right. But there's still time. Mm-hmm. Plenty of
0: time. Well. Uh, today we're talking about Sloth.
1: Well, That'll be something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> today we're talking about Sloth, and it's going to be really, really good.
1: I can tell you're going to keep that energy level up
0: real high today. Seven Deadly Sin, Number Sloth. Number Sloth. Yep. Okay. Which... It's a weird word, apparently.
1: (laughs) It's kind of a weird word.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm too tired to think about it. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: I'll keep the energy up for both of us. How about that?
0: Really, just really don't want to be doing this today. Or any day. Just don't want to do it. Do you think you could just answer the questions by yourself, so I can go back to bed?
1: <laughs> you want me to ask myself the questions, yeah, and then answer them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I can do that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, sloth. <laughs> yeah. Um, go to Patreon five dollars, like and subscribe, share, comment, follow, download, tell friends about the show. Uh, that's what I have to do for the beginning, right? That's it. That's all. That's all. Thank God. Um. Cool. So first question is, what is sloth? All right. <laughs> what is sloth? What is sloth? Okay. So I think... I understand for... that it's a bear monkey thing. <laughs> All right, but so. what is All right.
1: the sin? Okay. One. So, right. There is an animal mm-hmm. called a sloth mm-hmm. that originates like Central South America. Mm-hmm. and But it's not a bear or a monkey. Mm-hmm. It's more along the armadillo family,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's not what we're talking about today. Talking about sloth mm-hmm. as a deadly sin. Mm-hmm. All right, and you're asking, what is that? Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, to be slothful, mm-hmm. okay, is to be lazy, to be undependable, um, to have uh, disinclination to action. Uh, or to work, um, and then on this kind of spiritual part of it, just like spiritual apathy and inactivity.
0: So, I'm lazy and don't hang out with Jesus enough.
1: Yeah, both those things could be considered slothful.
0: Does the Bible ever talk about slothfulness?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. All right, so... um So in Proverbs 6, verse 6, all right, um, it says, Go to the ant, you sloth, or some translations will even say, like, you slacker. Go to the ant and observe its ways and become wise. Without leader, administrator, or ruler, it prepares its provisions in summer. It gathers its food during harvest. How long will you stay in bed, you sloth? or you slacker, when will you get up from your sleep, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms to rest, and your poverty will come like a robber, your need like a bandit. And so in Proverbs, there's actually, I mean, about eight different Proverbs beyond this one that speak to the, the, the idea of being slothful.
0: So who wrote Proverbs? Solomon. Solomon. hmm Okay.
1: Which is interesting because... He was a very busy man. He, he was in some ways, and then he wasn't in others. And so I think he actually became maybe a little slothful toward the end okay. of his life. It definitely became slothful in regards to the things of the Lord.
0: So was this before he did all that or yeah. after? Okay. Yeah.
1: Um and then you also see uh the noun form of this and like in like in again in proverbs um like first night or chapter nineteen verse fifteen, and there's again proverbs fifteen nineteen proverbs nineteen twenty four proverbs twenty one twenty five proverbs twenty two thirteen twenty four thirty twenty six thirteen all speak of slothfulness, and a lot of times it's in contrast to the idea of what it is to live a righteous life or to live a life that is um, not foolish. Okay. Um, and so, or I guess in this case, if you're living a slothful life, that would be living a life that is foolish. And then the New Testament speaks on it as well. Um, and so, and it speaks on it in a, in a couple of different ways. So, the author of Hebrews in chapter 6, verse 10, um, and we'll actually start in verse excuse me, not verse 10, but we'll start in verse 11. Now we desire each of you to demonstrate the same diligence for the full assurance of your hope until the end so that you won't become lazy or slothful, but will be imitators of those who inherit the promises through faith and perseverance. So in the new Testament, you actually see this connected with the idea of not being lazy spiritually, not being lazy okay. in pursuing the Lord and in loving others. Why is sloth a sin? All right. So a few things come to my mind, actually, when I, when, when I was looking at this question, why is sloth a sin? So the first is that it actually just goes directly against God's creative design for us.
0: So we're supposed to be super busy all the time.
1: Didn't say that, but God did design us to be able to, to work like that's part of our original design. Okay. Um, and so in Genesis chapter one. And so was
0: all this in the context of working? Yes. Like what is, what is, was working work like to,
1: to work and to care for those that, I mean like, so for example, um, if I'm a parent, mm-hmm. I can't be slothful in raising my kids. Okay. Um, in other words, so if you want to label that in the realm of work, you can. Okay. Um, but in other words, in other words, we have responsibilities that need to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And when we choose not to do those responsibilities, that's being slothful. Okay. Um, so in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, it said, God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. So the idea of ruling the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky. So from point 1 god has given us the 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 capacity to be able to 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 work to oversee and so for example adam and eve were to be caretakers of the garden they were given mm-hmm. they were placed in and so
0: so so we had to work even when everything was perfect correct oh everything just became so are we going to have to do work in heaven everything just be- sit around and eat grapes <laughs>
1: is that what you're wanting to do just sit around and eat grapes um it's not really like that um now there again you're in a perfect world and in a perfect garden and so adam and Eve's caring of it is not toilsome that was part of the curse for adam in genesis 3 was that his work now was become was going to become very laborsome
0: oh okay
1: where before it wasn't okay yeah and And so there's another aspect of this in Ephesians 2, verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. And so being slothful is a sin in one way, in the sense of when we're not actually working and doing the things that God had created us to do, designed us to do, purposed for us to do, then we're missing the mark on that okay and that's sin so we're missing the mark on that the other aspect of it of of being slothful being as a sin is that many times if we're slothful it becomes a sin because we then begin to depend on others to provide for our basic needs okay and thus it really becomes unloving toward others romans 12 for example um and i know i'm Given a lot of passages today, but uh, it just it it really was kind of amazing how much this kind of stirred in me actually um, but anyway Romans twelve verse ten, love one another deeply as brothers and sisters, take the lead in honoring one another, do not lack diligence and zeal, be fervent in the spirit, serve the Lord, and so that idea of do not lack diligence is actually. The idea of do not be lazy, do not be slothful in your in zeal, but be fervent for the Lord. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. And so, this all comes out of loving one another deeply as brothers and sisters. So when we're being slothful, when we're when we are not, when we are making the choice, the decision to not work. That we need others or we're depending on others to provide for us our basic needs. Okay. And so, and and obviously the nuanced part in this is that we're not talking about those that are not working because of, you know, disabilities of any kind. We're talking about those that are choosing not to work. When they can. When they can. Okay. When they're fully capable, able to. Um, and they're choosing not to work for to provide for themselves or their family. They're choosing not to take care of their own kids. Therefore, they're dependent on others to take care of their kids for them. Okay. Um, all of those, you know, all of those things are, um, indicative of one who's being slothful. And
0: I feel like there's a whole lot of other nuances. Like a million nuances to this. And,
1: I, and we were talking before the show. Like, I actually, this was actually the hardest one for me. Okay, because all the others are like clear cut actions that you're doing. Like, the set, in other words, the other set deadly sins, mm-hmm. they were like, "All right, don't covet." Well, what does that look like? Don't lust. Well, what does that look like? Like, they're very clear. This one is more like an omission, right? And instead of an action, like you know words, you're just not doing an action. Um.
0: Well, and the thing is, like, you could always spend five more minutes working. Sure. Right? Oh, Absolutely. And so where, okay. Yeah, so we'll get to that.
1: Yeah. Let's get to that. (laughs) We'll we'll get to that. Let me hit one more part of where it's sinful. All right? So it's sinful because we're going against God's design, his creative order of us when we're being slothful. It's sinful because we are now dependent on others Mm. instead of being able to be individuals that are not only caring for ourselves and others or ourselves and our family, but we would have the capability to care for others as well. And then third, to be slothful in our relationship with the Lord is also a sin or missing the mark. Okay, Um, And that was even in that passage there, you know, do not lack diligence in your zeal for the Lord. Um, And so when we're slothful in our relationship with Jesus... That itself is a sin.
0: Sloth feels like it is part of other problems. Okay, or it can be. Sure. Like if I'm a drunkard, Mm -hmm. then I'm gonna be slothy the next day. Right. Right. Sure. So, is this a sin all by itself? Like, is there a is there a switch in me that I need to to flip? To right. not be slothful? Or does this always come on because of other problems that I have?
1: Okay. Yeah. So using your example there of someone who's a drunkard and therefore being slothful because of that, um, and you're connecting with something, the same thing with like individuals that have depression. Right. Right. They're going to naturally be slothful because of their depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that their alternate can be paired with something with something but it doesn't have to be okay like in other words that it can be an action just by itself by again one choosing to just not work or to not care for you know their own kids um, and therefore have to depend on others to meet those needs so I think that so yes it can be connected to some things but it doesn't have to be connected to those things uh I think sometimes it's like I think sometimes it can be also th- what we have seen around us. Right?
0: Like how we observe other people
1: Living. Living. Uh-huh. Okay. And if that looks like a if that looks like a normative state, then we may just simply follow along in that normative state. Okay. But again, I don't think it so that's what I'm saying, I don't think it has to be attached to some okay. other you know thing like depression or which you know is is nuanced in of itself or or drunkenness or anything like
0: that all right so how sloth am i allowed to be okay like this is the nuances question okay that we mentioned earlier right like there's a million things to going into how much i work versus versus don't work Yep, like me compared to someone that just had eight children at the same time. <laughs> right. You know, one of those yes, rabbits. Like I'm very lazy compared to that person. Okay. Like extremely. Okay. <laughs> because those people probably never stop doing something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be right. And yes. So that, okay, but also like I like I said, I could always work for five more minutes. Sure. And not have to do five minutes the next day. Yeah. Or so where how do I I guess how do I know or how do I know within myself uh-huh. that I am sloth? <laughs> okay. Like and how how would I know that and yeah.
1: Alright. So obviously You know, you use your example of, like, comparing yourself versus a a family that now has, you know, multiple newborns at one time. Obviously, they're going to be working like crazy nonstop, Mm -hmm. okay? Because they're going to have their, if they're working, you know, they're actually working at jobs, you know, their own jobs to make money. They're coming home and caring for all the kids Mm -hmm. and everything else. I don't think it's a, I don't think we need to get into a comparison thing. Okay. All right? Um I don't think we can compare ourselves to others. I think if we can provide for ourselves and our family, so we pay the bills, we have food on the table, um th- and we're working for that, mm-hmm. then you're not being slothful. Okay? Okay. Now, there will be others that will say, "Well, you could work harder and yes. you could you could work harder to get promotions, to earn, you know, work more hours to have more money." okay but if you're sitting there going but i'm okay with just the fact that i can provide for my myself and my my family without having to take the promotion without having to work the extra hours then okay that's a choice you're making is that sloth no why not because the goal is not how much can i work that's never been like the the idea i think we have a very Americanized idea of like hard work is this incredibly high value and hard work often looks like working a whole lot of hours. Okay. And so therefore, if you go work a whole lot of hours, you're not being slothful in some people's minds. Okay. But if I'm able to work the hours that, you know, let's say I'm able to work, you know, the 40 hours a week and I can provide for my family, great. So if, okay. if I can work 30 hours a week provide for my family. That was my question. Yeah, then great. Okay. And so now I, I think, because I think a lot of it depends. What if I have
0: to work 50 hours a week, but I don't? You have
1: to? Yes. To be able to provide? Yes. And then you just choose not to? Yes. Yeah, I, I think you probably need to Okay, what if I have to work.
0: work 80 hours a week? But I don't.
1: But you don't. To provide. I would say we need to have a conversation about how you're, you know, where you're, wh- where is, why do you need to work the 80 hours? How much are we making per hour? Those okay. kind of things. I think there's, that's a broader conversation. So I don't want to get into a locked thing of going, well, it has to be this many hours. I think we know Trying to get there. I know you're trying to set these lines. <laughs> what I th- what I'm trying to say is, as long as we we're as long as we we're providing for ourselves and our family, like we're meeting our needs, that' great. That's great. Okay. And I think so much of this is that's what I was saying about America. I mean, the value of hard work and that kind of thing. Even in America, we're seeing a split of this because you've got, in other words, you've got I th- I believe an older generation that really values this hard work, that really values putting in the hours. Mm-hmm. And and so asking you to work 60-70 hours a week. No brainer. Go do it.
0: Okay? And they don't want to innovate.
1: Well, <laughs> I I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> and but then you have another group that's going, "Well, I don't want to work that many hours. I was raised by parents that worked like that and I don't want to work like that. Therefore, I'm just going to choose not to. I will work work less hours." And but in so doing, you also have to understand, so therefore we may not have some of the same things that the those that worked all those hours were able to have. Um, there's a trade-off in there.
0: We're never going to have the same things.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to talk further about what's going on in our country later on. But anyways, and I mean, like in another episode. But I think that— Are we going to? Oh, we're going Are to. Are we ever going to do that? Oh, we're going to. What do does that
0: have to do with Jesus, though?
1: I think it has a lot to do with— the w- Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I'll just, in a worldview, biblical worldview.
0: So what would that be called? Whatever. We can figure yeah, well, it out. All right. <laughs> but here's what I'm getting to. So like. I was trying to do more work.
1: <laughs> so, so for example, you've got some countries and when they start work, let's say at eight, nine o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. they're going to have a tea break at 10, 15, 1030. 10, it's going to last half an hour.
0: What time is it right now?
1: Not time. Okay. Break. So, and then, you know, they're, then they're going to have, then they'll work a couple more hours, have lunch, mm-hmm. maybe work another hour or two, have another tea break. Cool. And then maybe work another hour. Mm-hmm. After that, half an hour, whatever, and they're done for the day. And we might look at that as Americans go, that's lazy. That's being slothful. And they're only going to work five days a week, right? Mm-hmm. And we may look at that and go, that's being slothful. And they're going to say, that's normal for us. Okay, we're able to provide for our families. We're no, we may not have the largest, you know, retirement plans or 401ks, but this is what we're choosing to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you honor that. Um,
0: We're also going to die at fifty, so who cares?
1: (laughs) That's you know maybe, and so but in a lot of those other those cultures that are like that, you've got like the multi generational like living situation, right. And so in other words, I think that's a direct impact for us, mm-hmm. right? Because we feel like we have that we need to have enough money saved up for retirement, da da da. In a lot of other countries, their retirement is moving in with their children. And the children are expected to care for them at, at a certain age, mm-hmm. at a certain point. And so so those are normative things.
0: Nobody does that in America anymore. Oh God no. 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 There's a place down the street. That's
1: right. You live there. Oh, come in, on Saturday. Yeah. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. I actually know a lot of people who have elderly parents living with them in their home. Okay. So I really can't say that mm-hmm. um, to be true. But cause... Those
0: lazy, slothful, elderly people. All right now. hmm
1: Don't be calling grandma slothful.
0: All right. So. Just sucking on the younger generation. <laughs>
1: I want to, okay, I can't, (laughs) I can't right now with you. All right. So uh, that's what I'm kind of getting to this idea of like, what is slothful? I do think it is so often based on expectations within the country or culture you live in. I mean, you know, there's some countries like, man, they're giving like a month off from work. Yeah. Like just, you
0: got this month off, you know, don't work for June, (laughs) don't work in July, whatever. Yeah. But that's because they pay like, Fifty percent of their income in taxes. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So someone's working.
1: Well, and they're yeah, and they're working, and that's what they're. And that country has decided that's how you they're know going who's to go working? about it. America. America's working. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Jeez. <laughs> Team America,
0: World Police.
1: <laughs> but, but I do think that's why you can have this generational divide in America too, of you know of 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 the younger generation going man we don't want to work like that we're gonna and get a
0: lot of comments on this one we are yeah
1: i mean some people are gonna be like yes, yes. and the other people are gonna be like you lazy yeah you know and, we're not being lazy oh we're not lazy we're doing this we're working yeah this is work
0: <laughs> we're not being lazy <laughs> but we're talking about people being lazy. <laughs> right you suckers Ooh. all right so. <laughs> wow <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, like <laughs> their knees. Anyways, I-, I could talk about this to the cows come home. But okay,
0: so, so whatever. Okay. Yes, other countries look lazier right. than us. But 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 I live here. You do in America. Uh huh. So how do I know, based on how much work that we have to do in our lives, right? Whether I'm being slothful or not. Okay. So, well, how do I know that? I think, you know, to be honest with you, I think if
1: you're going out there and you're working and doing your best to provide, okay, you're not being slothful. Okay. Because, and, and, because I, I, the reality is, Nate, that, that there are people, right? Well, I guess what I'm thinking about, I think about like the single mom who mm-hmm. is out there working like crazy.
0: I had a single mom. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have two. Of them. Just had one. Mm-hmm. One single mom. mom.
1: But your dad. I also was had one there. single dad. Right. All right. Well, for everyone else in the world that knows what I'm talking about, but Nate. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking about that mom who is single, mm-hmm. raising kids, and is having to work multiple jobs, right? And sometimes even then isn't able to meet all the needs. Mm. Is that person being slothful Is because they can't meet all their needs? No, they're working. So I think the the biggest point is probably in all of this is like, man, are are you are you putting your best foot forward to work to provide to do what you can? And and I think we just like and and we champion and go. That's the you know all right. Um, and I mean, Lord knows the rate of inflation and everything else right now
0: so you think that if you saw someone who was like you'd be able to tell if someone who was working as hard as they possibly could but couldn't provide yeah you'd know the difference between that and someone who is slothful and isn't able to provide correct okay yeah so what's the difference how would you know?
1: I I mean I think the honest thing is like, are they working or not? Okay, right? Are they and are they not just like I'm working a few hours, like, right? but they're they're doing their best. I mean, let's say you've got someone they're working forty, fifty hours a week mm-hmm. to try to provide for their family. Like they're trying, right? Versus someone that is not working at all, mm. or someone that is just simply choosing, "Hey, I'm gonna live off of government assistance," or "I'm gonna live off of mom and dad." Or I'm going to live off of, you know, the just the charity of this organization, mm-hmm. or like when you're just choosing to live off of other people or things that you choose, you're choosing the
0: taxpayer.
1: To. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like at some point you just got to call that for what it is, and you know, like we're getting don't, comments. Don't be slothful, right?
0: There's no way around it.
1: Just don't. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay, comment away. Like we just because you we do know we have to. I mean, all right. I'm just going to go ahead and just jump here. All right, and, go for it. All right. So,
0: do I need to ask a question?
1: No, I don't even ask a question. All right. All right. Um, in Second Thessalonians, okay, and because I I know this is where people, um, I just want to be very clear about what Paul says here. Second and we'll,
0: Thessalonians do not take government assistance. Cha- cha- so help you, God. Cha-
1: chapter three, verse ten. So. In fact, when we were with you, this is what we commanded you. If anyone isn't willing to work, he should not eat.
0: That's straightforward.
1: That's straightforward. And I think we just have to say that at some point. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't say that if they're working, that we that they shouldn't be able to eat. Okay. Right? So in other words, hey, church family, come around them, help them. Okay. You know? Like, we do that as a church family. Like, mm. we we know people that are, whether they're in our church or in our community, and we know they're trying, they're working, they're doing the best they can, or maybe also they just get laid off and they're out of work for a month, but it wasn't, you know, they got laid off because of the, an industry shutting down or whatever, or the company shut down. Okay, let's help them. Because it's not their choice to not work. Mm. And so it's for those that are just saying, you know what, I'm just not going to work. I'm not going to do it.
0: So what about That's people who were given a problem. bunch
1: of money? Oh, man.
0: Like if if yeah. I won the lottery and right. shows not to work. Say that. Yeah. It didn't come from anybody who worked. It's just I won the lottery. Right. So am well, I lazy? Am I sloth? I think it depends. Or did on... I work by playing the lottery? <laughs> no, you didn't work by playing the lottery. Are you sure? I'm sure. I mean, I had to fill a thing
1: out. I uh, know. Good for you. All yeah. right. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that... I think that when you have, all right, let's say you inherited a bunch of money or you won the lottery. Mm -hmm. And so now you've got all this money. I I would hope that you would still ask, Lord, what do you want me to do? Not do with the money, but what do you want me to do now? Oh, like with my life? With my life. Okay. Because if it's, well, I've got all the money I need for the rest of my life. I'm just going to sit around and Mm -hmm. do nothing. That's being slothful. Okay. Yeah. You have $100 million in the bank account because of inheritance or because of winning lottery and be slothful.
0: Okay, so this one is interesting because uh, I do not think that I have ever heard any pastor or church talk about this by itself. Okay. Without putting it in a you need to go knock on more doors and make more Christian people. Okay. Context. Gotcha. So why? Yeah. Because all the other ones I'm like.
1: Yeah, you've heard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. it. When, I've
0: heard or I definitely haven't heard and I know why. Right. But this one, I don't know why. Like, yeah. why is this not a thing?
1: When you asked the question, I mean, I, when I was looking at it on the notes. I was like, man, you're right. I've never heard a sermon on this. And I've actually never, this is actually, I've only, I can, ever, I can only remember teaching Proverbs six one time and you the, read that one earlier. Yeah. The one about the ant. Okay. And, and, you know, look at the way the ant works that, da, uh, da, da. and that was actually for a, it was for a children's lesson for a children's class I was teaching. And that was like the verse for that lesson. And, and, and so, but I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, I think that's the only time I've ever taught this. I've mm-hmm. actually never taught it from the pulpit and I've never heard it told, told from the pulpit. Now I've heard it in the context of like, don't be spiritually apathetic. Like yeah. I've heard that, like don't be spiritually apathetic. Okay. But in the sense of like, just being straightforward about, Hey, you need like, don't be slothful work. Care for your kids, Mm. and maybe you hear things around that or whatever. But like, not just people just calling people out for being lazy. Mm. Um, Like I don't, I don't really remember hearing the word lazy too much from the pulpit. Um, Again, except for in like spiritual context,
0: right? That's how I've heard it.
1: Yeah. So I agree with you. So probably need to change that.
0: Is this like a hard? Is it not a hard topic, but it like, like even when I re- sent the notes, you had trouble defining it and figuring out what it meant. Yeah. And so, is it just a hard a hard thing to talk about? I th- or do people or does the the pastor or whoever not want to <laughs> deal with it? <laughs> get on people
1: for being lazy. Yeah. Well, I think if you're preaching, like so for example, if you're preaching mostly from. Um, New Testament, you don't run across this a whole lot. Okay. You like so, you could preach all the gospels and never really get into the idea of slothfulness. Okay. Um, there is one verse in Matthew where Jesus is teaching on a he's using a parable, mm-hmm. and he tells in that parable he tells a servant, "Don't be slothful." But that's it. In all the gospels, is one
0: was Jesus ever slothful? No. Not even when he took a nap for three days.
1: All right, we're going to do some deeper theological work on what happened between the death and the resurrection. Okay. Yes, I'm not going to get into all that right now. Um, No, he was not taking a nap for three days. Just putting it out there, he was not doing that. All right. And so, but no, he was not slothful. He rested on the Sabbath, Mm -hmm. but that's very different than being slothful. So did God after he made everything. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually, you know, yeah, so you rested on the seventh day, and actually it's one of the Ten Commandments to oh, observe yeah. the Sabbath. And so we are actually called How do you do that? to have a day of rest.
0: The Sabbath is an abstract idea. How do you observe it?
1: Well, it is for us. It wasn't for the Jews. Oh. It was very concrete. It was from sundown on Friday to sundown on Saturday. Okay. It was a 20, basically... The equivalent oh, of a, they of do a that twenty-four now. hour day. Still mm-hmm. observe, yeah. Okay. If you're an Orthodox Jew, you observe Sabbath. Okay. And so, and Sabbath is a day of rest, but it's but not just resting from physical work. It's a day of celebrating the goodness of God and providing for you as well. Um,
0: so, what if you lived in near the North Pole? Would you just never observe Sabbath because there's no sundown? <sighs>
1: Okay, so if you lived in a place, Nate, <laughs> that was like that, you would have your own ways of Cause, identifying cause you a have, twenty-four hour. You'd have window. basically
0: like six months of Seth.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not saying that.
0: Okay, I'm not saying that.
1: It's a twenty-four hour. Maybe a long rest. Window, long rest.
0: Any slothfulness there?
1: And probably so if you're okay. resting that long. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's a, but that's a, you know, that's a twenty-four hour window. We're called to rest. And I think even as Christians today, we should realize we need a day like that where we are resting or the Lord would not have called us to that from point one. Like he knew it was best for us. Like our bodies need a break in other words. Um, And I get that that you're dealing in that time period with a lot more physical labor. Mm. And so the body resting from that physical labor was important. Um, But I think it's more than just the physical part. I think it's, the emotional, mental, spiritual body, I think it's all tied together where we actually need just a day of just rest. Okay. On, once a week.
0: How will being a sloth affect my life?
1: How will it affect your life? Yeah. All right. So,
0: like, what's going to happen? What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst? If I take five, you, you know, if I don't work for five more minutes.
1: Right. Well, but that's different, working five more minutes, as opposed to just how is being slothful affecting mm-hmm. my life. If I t- take too long of a lunch, <laughs> right, what's going to happen? <laughs> all right. I'm moving that away from it as well. If you're just choosing, right, to not work, all right, mm-hmm. you're just being lazy, all right? All right. So, I'm going to, let me read the fuller context of Stank Thessalonians, three. All right. And to get, I'll give context before I read the passage. What's going on in Thessalonians is they're believing that Jesus coming is happening any minute now. Okay? okay.
0: Why do they believe that?
1: Because of the idea of the Lord's returning. Because
0: they were lazy and didn't want to do anything.
1: Okay. Well, it leads to being lazy. Okay. And so they, they believe his coming is happening at any moment. All right. Okay. Therefore, they've stopped working. Yeah. They've just, they've just. Cash it in. And they're like, well, he's coming back anytime anyway. We're just going to wait on it. All right? And this is what Paul says to them. I'm going to begin in verse 6. Now we command you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to keep away, this is what it says, to keep away from every brother or sister who is idle and does not live according to the tradition you received from us. For you yourselves know how you should imitate us. We were not idle among you. We did not eat anyone's food free of charge. And instead, we labored and toiled, working night and day, so that we would not be a burden to any of you. It's not that we don't have the right to support, but we did it to make ourselves an example to you so that you would imitate us. So, for example, here, Paul is a tent maker. And so he had this, when they were there in Thessalonica, he established this tent making basically like company and that, what and so
0: I don't know. Paul's tents. I don't I don't know. Paul's and, tents LLC. Yeah,
1: I don't know. <laughs> and so they, they, they established this way of working for he and for those that are with him. That's how they earn money. Okay. okay. So they worked so they could provide for themselves. And so Um, because it says they didn't want to be a burden to any of you. We didn't eat anyone's food free of charge. Verse 10, in fact, when we were with you, this is what we commanded you. If anyone isn't willing to work, he should not eat. For we hear that there are some among you who are idle. They are not busy, but busy bodies. Now we command and exhort such people by the Lord Jesus Christ to work quietly and provide for themselves. But as for you, brothers and sisters, do not grow weary in doing good. And if anyone does not obey our instruction in this letter, take note of that person. Don't associate with him so that he may be ashamed. Yet don't consider him an enemy, but warn him as a brother. And so Paul's obviously pretty serious about this. He's like, hey, idleness is not healthy, idleness is not good.
0: That's because he was going to lose his whole company.
1: <laughs> no, not talking about his <laughs> company at this point. They've left. They're gone oh. at this okay. point. He's writing back to them, to the believers there who've stopped working and saying, listen, guys, we worked when we were there. You need to work when you're there. We worked so that we could have food and not just get it free of charge. You need to work so you can have food and not get it free of charge from somebody else. Work. Um, and so, and again, Paul is all for caring for those, for the widows, for the orphans, for those that are actually in need. Mm -hmm. So he's not saying you don't provide charity for people. He's not saying for those that are elderly, for those that are disabled, for those that are actually in need of assistance, that you don't help them. He's not saying that at all. He's saying if you are able to, then you need to work. And he he goes on to say, and, and I love this part of they weren't busy. They become busy bodies. They become, they, they become, you know, nosing in into everybody else's business and stirring up stuff. And so instead of actually... So
0: they're putting their energy in the wrong place. Yeah. Okay.
1: Exactly. And so I th- and so, in the way that it actually, you, when you ask the question, you know, what's the problem with it and how does it affect our life? I, again, I think the problem with it is we've been told, hey... If you don't work you don't eat if you okay. don't if if you become and if you become idle
0: that seems pretty simple yeah
1: like <laughs> no brainer right yeah. and or if you become idle what you'll do is you'll become a busy body and the next thing you know you're into gossip and you're into sin so actually idleness leads can lead to sin
0: the the what is the phrase uh, idle hands are the devil's tools Tools or, or, or whatever? something like that Yeah.
1: yeah and and it's not i mean is that from the bible not that exact quote okay and then we can go back to proverbs chapter 6 and in verse 10 and it says this a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the arms to rest and your poverty will come like a robber your need like a bandit now listen People can get into poverty in various ways, not because of their own choosing, but because, again, they get laid off or something happens. You know, you, you know, you unfortunately have a health issue and it racks up truckloads of medical bills and debt. Anyway, there's a lot of reasons people can become impoverished. But he's saying here, if you're if it's because of slothful slothfulness can actually lead you into poverty Um, and. So that's, uh, again, how it's directly impacting our lives. Or if we have kids, it's impacting their lives as well. The problem, again, with slothfulness is it's not just what it ends up harming us in these physical ways. But then we're actually in sin because we're actually not doing what the Lord's called us to do with, again, working and fulfilling the purposes of God for our lives that he's prepared for us. God doesn't want us just laying around doing nothing or just becoming gossips. That's not what he would want for us either.
0: What is the opposite of sloth? Is there a opposite? Of of being lazy? Yes. Um like if I'm trying to be in the middle and work enough right. but not kill myself. Right. What is the other end of the the spectrum? <laughs> <laughs> what is the other end? That was your word at the beginning. So yeah, it was
1: yeah. um what's
0: the other other thing called
1: workaholic okay i think that's probably what it's called is that a sin yes it is i think if it's to the neglect of other things and other people okay in other words there's i think there's and i and and a lot of times a workaholic is it's a sin because it's actually an addictive part to them as well okay like and so so there's the in other words something else is controlling your life Anytime someone else or anything else is controlling us, it's not good. Okay. It's not healthy. But I think in this case, we're talking about a workaholic as opposed to someone who's slothful is that a workaholic is just, you know, they're spending all of their energy and all of their time in working, and they are neglecting other things. They're probably neglecting their spiritual life, neglecting family. They're just work, 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 work. Okay, And we just weren't, we weren't made for that. And I know there's people who are like that. Um that just and, and, and honestly they love it. It's it's almost like an adrenaline rush for them, mm. you know, or it could maybe it's a dopamine rush, you know, that they have this sense of, man, work just it just creates this satisfaction, you know? But again, when it's when you're doing that and it's in the neglect of people, the neglect of family, the neglect of the Lord, that's obviously problematic.
0: Okay, so like you said earlier, sloth seems like a mindset that you have mhm like if you took a person who has tea at 10:15 from another country right and brought him over here and said <laughs> you need to get to work no more tea that would be pretty drastic change for that person sure i mean amongst all the other things right but but if you took someone that was used to that type of work and said, "No, you have to work eight straight hours without stopping right that would be a hard transition sure it would so how do I stop being a sloth
1: all right how do you stop being a sloth yeah all right so I don't know if I want to say that, that person who's coming into this situation is now therefore slothful
0: i'm I'm just I'm just Saying that as a, like a an example, because that yeah. would seem like a hard thing to do, right? So if I'm used to not working and having other, okay, yeah, if I'm used to not working and having other people provide for me and all of that,
1: yeah, okay,
0: that seems like a hard change, yeah. and yeah, uh, and sure. also how do I fix it?
1: It is a hard change, right? Yeah, because now you've gotten used to other people caring for you. You know um, that I don't have to work. I don't have to do things I don't like. Um and so I think a lot of it is, you know, like going to the Lord and saying, Lord, I need to die to myself because okay. I need, so Lord, I need you to give, I need a, I need a grace Lord to do the things that I really actually in my flesh don't want to go do, but I know that I need to do. And so I think we, you know, there's always parts for us involved in, in work of things, man, we don't love it. We don't like it, but I can't just go, well, I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm just not going to do it. Cause I don't, I don't care. Um, I don't like this. Therefore I'm out. Well, no, that's not the way this works. You've got like, we have to work. We have to do the things that we don't like to do. Um, so I think in, 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 in light of that, you're fighting a lot of the, your inner self mm-hmm. and, that's why I'm saying you need to. That needs to. That part needs to die. And so, and I don't know how you else you do that other than going, Lord, I need you to kill the self selfish part of me that has become so dependent on others that I will not work for myself or for my family. And so I think that, yeah, I mean, I think it's just going to the Lord and asking for it, for His help. And now I will say too that when you get around people. Who have healthy work ethics? That you begin to see what that looks like, and you begin to see the reward of that. And I think that can that's something that can grab hold of us too, and say, "All right, I'm learning how to work. I'm learning what it looks like to have a work ethic. If that's never been modeled for me before." Okay. And so, uh, so I think getting around people that have healthy work ethics are really important as well. Um, and yeah, but as far as that, that mindset to me, it's, it really is It's like, man, Lord, I need you to, I need you to transform the way I think about work and about self. Um, you know, it's interesting and we, we really haven't hit this in the episode, but one of the ideas of sloth and slothfulness is actually self pity. Okay. And so, when you look into like what it is to be slothless to have self pity and I think when we have self pity, when we're just you know in an over exaggerated point of this of self pity you know kind of woe is me kind of thing mm-hmm. we tend to not want to go and do we tend to want to just let other people care for us you know and and I think that has to change as well i think it has to go. Holy Spirit, this is not okay. It's not right. Because self-pity is actually a really high focus on self. And so it's just, Lord, I need to not focus so much on myself and focus on the fact that I need to care for myself, care for others, provide, and do what you call me to do.
0: So what about the other one? What about the other end of your spectrum?
1: Oh, the workaholic?
0: Yeah, how do I fix that?
1: (laughs) I think you need to ask, why? Why? Do I feel the need to work this much? Okay. Some people may come into it honestly, and by that I mean they feel like they've got to work those sixty to eighty hours, maybe at two different jobs. To so some people to provide. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And so, but I think over the long haul, like if I'm doing that seven days a week, like that's not that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Over the long haul, and so I think it's like, all right, Lord, what does it look like for me to work to to like it's, it's one thing if I have to do it, right? It's another thing that I'm choosing to do it, right? And I think that's the the idea of a sloth or idea of a workaholic. It's like the sloth is choosing to be lazy. Okay. The workaholic is choosing to go work this much. Now again, it may be because of a dopamine rush or an adrenaline rush or they're now, they're now addicted to it mm. um or they're addicted to the idea of the reward from it, right? The extra money, the perks, whatever it may be. I th- you know or the 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 value or the you know, some people just get a sense of gratification and you know from it. Um but they feel really good about themselves. Look how much I worked.
0: Or they like what they're doing.
1: Yeah, or they genuinely like... I mean, I know someone who's a workaholic and they genuinely love what they do. Mm. But they're work, they're working six to seven days a week. Um, but when you do that, you can't help but neglect other areas of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it all becomes pro- really problematic. You know, like, you know, like it was one thing when I was single and and I was, you know, and you're working you know, 60 hours a week.
0: Cause you could be either one when you're single and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, sort I, I, of, I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. I comparatively mean, I, comparatively to other people. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, and so like, yeah, like when I was single and I'm working like 60 hours a week, like, okay. Yeah. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm married and have three kids, if I'm working that much on a regular basis,
0: Something's being neglected in the midst of that. Okay. And so... Are you neglecting nothing when you're single? Like if I was 23... Right. And was either working just enough or working 24-7. <laughs> right?
1: Does it matter? I think it matters if you're neglecting your own self and your own self-care. Okay. And I think it matters if you're neglecting the Lord. Okay. And pursuing Him. I think it it matters on those fronts. Um, But, you know, again, when you're single, you can work a lot of hours. Mm. I don't think it's healthy, you know, to do it just for – I don't think it's healthy to do it for just a really long extended period of time. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I get it because I know even people who have kids and those kind of things, like they're having to work a lot of hours for whatever reason, okay, To, to make sure that they provide for their family. Man, I get that. And I and I applaud that. So I, that's why this whole conversation. I think. I th- so okay. I think it's so, so I think this is why it's so nuanced and hard, right? right? This that's is why point. this this topic is so hard to stink and talk about.
0: Be, so it's it's basically like how much responsibility you have. Yeah. You need to meet your responsibilities. Yes. Okay. I think that's a great way of phrasing. It. Okay. Yeah. And not go too far one way or the other. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. But at least meet them. At least meet. Yeah, the best to the best that you can. Okay. Meet them. Yeah, I think that's a great way of phrasing it. I don't know if we answered really anything.
0: I think we didn't. But thank God it's over, <sighs> so I can go back to bed. <laughs> right. You can return <laughs> to being slothful. Uh. Well, this has been the way I heard this podcast. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at When I Heard This Podcast and X and Twitter. At when I heard this, uh, like, subscribe, share, comment, follow, download, tell your friends about the show. That was fun. You can follow me at Facebook and Instagram at Nate Robinson, And you can follow Joseph on Instagram at RevJoT. This has been the winner Heard this podcast. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.